Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Oop, I guess I better today. turn your mic on. Yeah, just the co-host today, American First, all the stuff that we don't need to talk about. Let's let's get the l- callers and let's get the well, yeah, a lot of things. Business person, transportation whiz, right? Mm-hmm. Still involved in the Greater Susquehanna Valley Transportation Department? Yeah, to a degree. Or transportation Joe, committee. Joe, hand, Joe's handles it. There's four or five of us that were chair at one time, and then Joe, uh, Joe and John Gordner pushed the uh, bypass over the finish line. Okay. And uh, but get to get involved in a little subsurface infrastructure. That would be water and sewer and stormwater. <laughs> and the rest uh, of us dog. Visited a beautiful place. Uh, went down to Harrisburg, Mark, and I took a right and got off in Roanoke, Virginia. Oh, you kept on going. You <laughs> took a right and just kept on going. <laughs> 81. Uh, beautiful uh, co- hotel down there called the Hotel Roanoke. Very interesting history to it. 1882. Owned by Virginia Tech and some some other folks, but. Uh, so I got to, uh, I got to enjoy being a, not say human, but a uh, sedan vehicle. My Sunbury Motor sedan mm-hmm. played pinball with about uh, fifty other trucks. When you're coming up eighty one, you're uh, dodging trucks. But no so scratches. No on. scratches. Okay. So the, no, no, they don't. Uh, uh, Sunbury Motors cars don't scratch. It's those magnetic yeah. pinball no, uh, that you don't actually but, touch. Uh, okay. No, so anyway, good. But, uh, good to be here. Well, welcome Friday. back. All right. Thanks for coming in. Uh, on the mark is sponsored by. Oh, I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I portray a liberal. Blah blah blah. Okay. But excellent on the golf course when you're subpar. <laughs> You can well, be on my true. team any day. And I uh, used to be on a golf course. I caddied. <laughs> Actually, we were allowed to play on Monday. And uh, I did, you know, I thought it was okay. But you, you know what caddies can do? They can send their uh, information, their mm-hmm. experience, back to almost any college and get college credits in psych <laughs> and sociology. Oh, yeah, and anger management. Anger management, <laughs> How about yes. That? On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We have two emails left over from yesterday, so let's read those. Uh, yesterday, Joe, in his preamble, to one of the things he wanted to talk about right away, said the Fish and Wildlife Service had on its main mission statement at the top of the page, the very first thing you see is that their main goal is to hire a diverse workforce and make sure that all the individuals that they bring on board now are going to be accepting and uh, representative of the world's uh, geometry as a whole and, and try to be a, a greater 
your inclusive company. Well, it turns out that wasn't the main mission statement of the Fish and Wildlife Service. It was about 20 <laughs> clicks in if you're looking at careers, you know, that they're interested in hiring. So, well, you got misled by Fox. So, one of our <laughs> listeners... So <laughs> Hold it. The Fox at the Fish and Game Commission misled him? Uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Oh, U.S. Yeah, Fish so, and Wildlife. Yeah. Okay. Fish, we don't have a Fish and Game Commission anywhere. All right. So, to that end, one of our listeners, Chris, who had discussed this with Joe, trying to point out that he was wrong, said, Mark, I heard no apology. Did you? And I'm not sure. I didn't go back and listen to it. I, Joe says that he did say sorry about indicating that it was the main preamble on the top of the mission page at actual, uh, you know, F and uh w.gov, the main website. I didn't hear that specifically, but he says he did. To that end, uh, Chris says, I did hear it was the main mission of Fish and Wildlife. I did hear it was the first thing on the website. I did not hear anything about diversity being part of the search until about 9.30. And why would anyone add diversity to a Fish and Wildlife search? You want to promote the small bass, the large mouth? You want (laughs) to promote the catfish, the carp? This was about people. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You had to hear the whole thing. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed but that. then shortly thereafter, after Eric and Chris had totally proven Joe wrong about this, Eric, one of our listeners, says, Eric and Chris derive so much pleasure proving Joe wrong. I admire their humility. Hmm. <laughs> well, a little bit of schadenfreude goes a long way on yeah, this program. Yes, so. I guess. Boy, it sounds like uh, you guys just knocked the ratings right out of the park with <laughs> that uh, topic. <laughs> well, and uh, let's see. Schadenfreude. That explains mm-hmm. my feelings about Mike Lindell now that he's being forced to pay up on this bet that he made, you know, this challenge, the $5 million challenge. Uh, he ha- issued a challenge back in 2021 that anybody who could prove his findings oh, wrong that's right. yeah, about China influencing would have to, well, he would give them $5 million if they could prove his findings wrong, where some computer was, looked through it in five minutes and found mm-hmm. the dilemma that it was all made up. And so he's, and Mike had had him sign a paper saying that, you know, we'll go to a binding arbitration. Well, they went to binding arbitration, and they said Mike Lindell has to pay $5 million, but now he says he's going to fight it to a higher oh, court. Well, peanuts for him. I mean, he's hawking some ex- excellent products. I, I will say this. The sheets, the uh, the Egyptian cotton blend no, sheets, no. and that are excellent. I don't so, like any of their stuff. So uh, those new pillows with the new Is technology. Is it made in America, though? Yes, excellent. Excellent okay. stuff. But on the other hand, if, I don't uh, like the pillows. Bet, bet with your, I will say this to anybody, and the worst thing you can do is watch a Notre Dame football game with a Notre Dame alumni who's betting on the game. But as I say in gambling to anyone, bet with your head, not over it. Okay. So uh, maybe uh, Mr. Lindell should have <laughs> He's put, his head on the, yeah, put his head on the pillow and thought, okay, how does this work? But if he would have bet social media, Facebook, Twitter, he would have won that five million dollars, or yeah, he wouldn't be paying day. it. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. So okay, so uh, yeah, Mike Lindell. So I enjoyed a little shot and for it in there when I found that he has to pay up for that. But uh, so that is that. But we can talk about that. Uh, Mifa Pristone's up at the U.S. Supreme Court right now, mm-hmm. or down at, and uh, gun violence. Uh, for some strange reason, we're getting a lot of incidents lately where people are, I guess, intentionally shot, but not uh, not real true. Stand your ground situations. Once in a parking lot, a cheerleader, and another one was oh, somebody's basketball. A, was that the uh, is that the one in Colorado or Texas with the cheerleader? Or maybe California. But uh, well, you know, we can expand on that. What Texas. about what about the Nashville scenario, uh, where the Christian school 
was uh, shot up, and it seems like uh, the administration didn't send anybody down. Even Dr. Jill Biden didn't go. Uh, the other part. So that's about, an oversight. Well, it's no, it's not an oversight. It's a on purpose. Not oh, going there okay. uh, to support a Christian school. And then the other part, uh, what about this uh, horse crap going on in Chicago with these gangs? Uh, the, these gangs, literally, and then you got the new mayor saying, well, you know, we got to let the young folks vet. Okay. What? I have to stop you there. We don't like to talk about the real issues going no, on I'm in the sorry. U.S. <laughs> I thought it was Friday. We want to talk about Mifa Pristone. Oh, okay. We well, don't want to talk Mark, about the southern border. Come yeah, on now. Hold it. Years ago, I don't know, we've been here, I think, what does it say? We won an award in... 77. Or no, eight, uh, 2008 or whatever. 2007. Anyway, uh, I, you know, I think I made the statement, which, you know, abortion's a moral issue for people, whatever side you're on, how you feel. But one of the things that's going to change that, and this is back when... 10, 12 years ago, is going to be technology. And one of the things we're seeing a huge, huge push over the last two weeks, what have you seen being talked about? AI. AI artificial sure. intelligence. And the bad part of artificial intelligence. Now, l- look at it this way. Social media as a whole. <clears throat> as my grandfather once told me, he goes, my mother thought the phone was the work of the devil, mm. <laughs> meaning that, you know, technology. So look how technology moves. So look at social media, how positive social media is on some percent, but you look at 80% of social media is, is a social sewage. And look what it's done to the youth. Look at the c- cyber bullying, whatever you want to say. I'm proud to say I'm <clears throat> off Facebook. I'm well, done with but, it. But look at, look at what technology and this AI is going to do. And well, what already has. Well, yeah, has grant writers and public relations writers. What it can do in a positive way does not outweigh the negative. And does it tell us that uh, has our society become a bit, uh, I want to say this politely, glass half empty with a hole in the bottom and people giving the uh, South Side Pittsburgh salute to anybody well, who's successful? I don't know. Are, are people I, envious and jealous of people that are successful? Do they go on social media and just berate them? I think it is human nature to accentuate the negative, and I think we've been doing that as long as we've been humans. Well, I would hope when the caveman, Mark, you and I are cavemen, we go out, uh, we get a uh, dinosaur. I look, Mark, I cannot eat all this dinosaur. You can't. You have a little family. I got a family. Let's bring the wives over. Let's split this up. And we let's have, have extra have dinosaur. <laughs> We got a I don't think people and dinosaurs were here at the same time. But that's just my uh, observation. Or I bring you in to read my hieroglyphics that I've wrote on the wall. Well, if you watch the Flintstones, Stan, what did they have, like a Brontosaurus burger? A burger? Oh, great. But they had those... Yeah, uh, Brontos, Brontos burger or something like that, yeah. yeah. They had those ribs, too, that used to tilt the car over. What's cooking, right, Stan? Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you brought up uh, the, the mobs and crap that went on over the weekend in Chicago and the, and the mayor there excusing it. You know, that, that's if, if... I'm going to ask a simple question. I'll probably call a racist for it. That had been a white mob doing that, what would they have been saying about it? 
Oh, exactly. But did you see the uh, couple, an interracial <clears throat> couple, got beat up outside their, I believe it was their apartment they were trying to get into? And if you look at this mob mentality, particularly on the left, you know, people want to say January 6th. January 6th was, is, 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 is turning <clears throat> out reality is, is being, you know, very, very diluted when the truth comes out. Now, there was wrongdoing there, yes. But we got people said democracy was in problems. No, no. 1954, I believe, when the uh, Puerto Ricans came in and started shooting up the, uh, the U.S. The Congress. Congress. That was, uh, that was a, a, about times 100 more. But, Stan, the other part is you're right. And you look at the coverage I just mentioned in Nashville shooting over the other coverages. And you look at the initial, initial narrative that comes out. The media is looking for a white right-handed, conservative, MAGA, whatever term you want to put. <laughs> they got to be MAGA. They, they have to be. I mean, and that's right. what's going on now. And you know what? The other part, too, I'll throw this out, Stan, I'll take your time up. This, this sports, women, gender issue is the left is losing so bad because the ladies that play sports, particularly in college, are not all conservatives. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just growing pains. This is oh. how we're going to work through this issue. Growing pains when you lose growing to a pain. person that has male parts. That's not women's sports. Well, as our society grows and we get better and better and better and we get become more and more inclusive, we got to figure out what to do. I've said before you shouldn't have men competing in women's sports, and so we really should come up with Lawrence's worthless open category, we call it, where people can compete to make it. But anyway, as, as Stan well knows, really all that violence in Chicago was actually legitimate political discourse, and it's just the normal carrying so What was their? What were they protesting? The club, the Cubs' bad start to the major uh, league season. The perpet or the victim of the perpetrator seemed to be uniformed. Anybody, even a postal carrier up there, said he got backed and bonked in the back of the head. Well, postal carriers—they're overly political, they, they, right? <laughs> yeah, they—they they, they weren't protesting anything. No. It was the kid just being stupid, going on a rampage. Now I don't know what why they start the rampage, but you know I, I how do they all find out what's going on at one time? Oh, it's social media. Mm-hmm. You know that somebody put that out there. Let's go. Let's go loot some stores and stuff. I seen some video of uh, Walmart's, and I don't know if it was Chicago or Detroit, but one of them, Walmart's completely destroyed inside. Just, you know, they looted it, and there's one video of a woman going through. She just wanted to go in and get some stuff for uh, feed her kids. There's nothing there because they looted it all. Well, I, I believe know? Walmart has shut down a number of stores, and I think it's Chicago area, but also I'm, I'm, I believe Seattle. But again, you know what, Stan, you asked the question, why does it happen? And here's here's an answer. It's It's too simple, because it can they know it can. They know they won't be disciplined, and it happens. And this horse crap about the mayor out there, who is is basically the last well, mayor was worthless. This this mayor is below worthless because he he doesn't quite understand. He's talking about corporations coming in and taking away things from the city. Well, good luck when you don't have any tax base anymore. Yeah. And look at the businesses that are leaving, the WalMarts, the Walgreens, et cetera, et cetera. Target, yep, Target pulling out of center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Walmart and them they're racist because they're pulling out. That's what he said, basically. They're racist because they're pulling out and taking from the community. No, they were providing a service to the community. The community had a choice whether or not they wanted to, you know, partake in that service. But the community decided, no, we're going to just take and destroy. So Walmart said, well, up yours, and we're leaving. I don't blame Walmart. 
Well, I think you have some serial callers on the show here that are on the left side. Maybe they can call and tell us, how do you run a business when you're being looted? How do you run a business when you can't have any security that is security? And how do you run a business when your policies in your area is as about as, uh, let's say, criminal-oriented as you can get? Why would you open the doors? And why are people why are people leaving Portland? I, I did business out in Portland. we go down. It was a beautiful city. Yeah, there was an area... Back in the late 90s, where the, some of the people camped out. And it you was see, a hippie zone. Yeah, you heard Grateful Dead it. music and fish, and you know, you could get a pot brownie not, if you really wanted one. Not finned fish. Yeah, but not finned fish. But now, <laughs> now it's a, and it's Seattle, a debacle. And look at the businesses that are leaving because they can't protect their workers. In Illinois, New York, California, folks, you're losing tax base. Mm-hmm. Now, and every time well, that happens, that a major corporation pulls out of an area, they're called the racist. That's what really irritates me. Well, they wouldn't be pulling out because they like to make money, but when the community is allowed, to, the hooligans and the, and the thugs are allowed to run wild and steal everything out of their store and get no penalty for it, I don't blame one of them. Now, all the corporations, you know, Walmart has its issues. But that's not that's one I agree with them on. If they're going to be to have their stores destroyed, what kind of issues does Walmart have? What? What kind of issues does Walmart have? <laughs> no, the biggest issue. They're, they're the supportive of most leftist causes, Mark. Oh, that's gotcha. the problem. Well, they are. Gotcha. I, I mean, they do do that. Yeah. And, and and I will be very open. I do shop at Walmart. Just remember, so, you, you can't, know, you can't say they do do that without saying do do. So yes, but don't say yeah, that. Stan, I will say part, part of Walmart's problem on the left, though the left mm-hmm. rants about him, is their non-unionization policies, and they try to get them unionized wherever they can. The same thing that's going on with the Amazon. So as, as much as the left sort of... But remember, big government can control big business. Big government can't control small business. And look what they're trying to do with small business, either through the IRS or through regulations. Because you can, you can control a Walmart, you can control a Home Depot, you can control Amazon with, with policies because they're so broad. But look at, look at the left, and they just do not understand how to cope with Amazon and cope with some of these big businesses that aren't woke. And Mark mentioned before, this DEI, this DEI is superficial. Superficial verbiage, it makes you feel good. Yes, should there be DEI in some ways? Sure. But look at this way. Okay. There's something called merit. And if you don't have merit in your business culture, then what do you you're not say? Have a what do you bring to a business, right? Exactly. exactly. Sh- showing up for work yep. does not mean working. Thank Every, you so much, everybody, everybody that works at a Walmart or any of the big box stores have a choice. They don't have to work there. Unions <laughs> are not the panacea that everybody thinks they are. Mm, that I guarantee. I don't think so. You fill out the application, they incarcerate you, as far well, as I can tell. Well, let, let's, let's say this, Stan. Let's separate unions a bit, though. Public unions and private uh, unions. The worst. Public unions, government unions, good luck. What, what have we seen with public education and unions? They really help things. And look at the private <laughs> side. The private side, you know, okay. But on the other hand, look at the public right. side. Stan, we got to hit the road, but thank you, sir. All right, y'all have a good one. Yep, thanks for calling in. All right, 570-743-9565. If you wish to rebuff the conservative diatribes you just enjoyed, call 570-743-9565. If you wish to endorse uh, the good uh, uh, Americanism that we just uh, patriotically <laughs> enjoyed, call 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. Always include 
the key word. O-T-M. Mm. Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Welcome back. Uh, 570-743-9565. It's on a post-it note right here in front here. Oh, thank you. Ben's going to be in Catbird next Friday. Mm-hmm. I get to take a day off, but uh, Ben will be here. 570-743-9565. Uh, you can email us at onthemark at wdkokid.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Mm-hmm. You'll be happy to know that President Biden supposedly is going to announce his re-election on Tuesday. Yeah, by video. From from the basement in Wilmington or the basement in the White House? Probably Rehoboth. If I was oh, if he was smart, he'd go to Rehoboth. Yeah, he had a heck of a vacation, uh, working vacation, I will call it, over in uh, Ireland. Did uh, did the tour there, sort of walked around a little bit, didn't kiss the Blarney Stone. A wimp. You go, up, you go up to the Blarney Stone, you look at it, you don't kiss it. <laughs> you sort of look at it and go, okay, this had to be a setup. You have to bend over backwards re- underneath while you're about, I don't know, 150 feet up in the air. Okay. Meaning that I think somebody could give you a little push and all of a sudden, oops, he missed the Blarney Stone. But anyway, Blarney Stone, Guinness, uh, you have to go see some uh, crystal being made. Uh, but he had, uh, and then he stopped in Dover, Delaware, a place I know pretty well, mm-hmm. and then went to vacation. That's a heck of a trip. Dover, Delaware? <laughs> well, Ireland to Dover, Delaware. What's in Dover? Dover is the, uh, the Air Force Base. Dover used to be a place called the, oh, the Wesley College. There. Sure. There's a racetrack there sponsored by Wise Mark. No, but what's in Dover? The capital of Delaware. Mm-hmm. Caesar Rodney Way. State House. Yeah. Does the Amtrak go through there that it used to ride so much? Nope. I think uh, they have the uh, rickshaws, and they run it down from Wilmington on the Highway oh, 13. Oh, doing Going very you. fast. Okay. Who's rickshaw? Well, he owns a transportation <laughs> yes, company. Yes, he does. All but, right. Uh, no, uh, president over in Ireland enjoying, uh, enjoying time Seeking with his family. Seeking Old family, new family, and we'll seek uh, re-election on Tuesday. I believe that's the four-year anniversary we announced before he mm-hmm. was going to run. Uh, let's see. You work for a company that built a, a, a appropriate size building that has room for growth in it, right? Mm-hmm. There's some extra offices. Nope. A little and, extra. Uh, you're going to have a public open house at some point? Uh, I believe in the fall there will be an open house. I want to you know, give away. We'll have um, circus animals and jugglers. and Not incarcerated <laughs> animals. Come on, Ben. Get with the program here. <laughs> no, no. They're going to be AI animals. Ah. Uh, so, we're, so that'll be in fall. No, uh, be, and we, you know, we'll have uh, 
uh, Financial Friday in a couple weeks. We'll see the uh, status of our area. We see some businesses opening up. We see some new members in the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Are you going to be possible. here for Financial Friday? I hope so. On the 5th, okay. May 5th. Three but, weeks uh, in a row. Holy smokes. But we'll You're on do, a uh, Yeah, we'll do... Uh, but we're seeing... And, but, you know, businesses are... The pipelines in some segments of the business are starting to slow down a little bit. Uh, government has to get the spending under control, prioritize the spending, get back to regular order. When they do a budget in the Senate and the House, that will show us their priorities, and you can vote your representatives in or out based on what they think the priorities. Governor Shapiro going to help expedite permitting at all? We talked about that with a couple uh, of shows here. I think he will from this reason. The, you have to understand, here is Shapiro's motives as governor. I want to be president. Somebody. Yes. Okay. So he's going to do everything he can. He'll go far enough to the middle that the left will get irritated, but not, let's say, abandon mm. him. Yes. I was going to use another word at him, but. Uh, Dump him? Uh, no, P.O. But anyway. Oh. Um, so uh, you'll, you'll see that. So there's a chance legislation can move a little bit. Uh, one of the things is this this climate stuff is, is is getting to be total BS when it comes to legislation. Well, he's trying to get out of Reggie, so he's well, pretty he's, lukewarm he, on that. Oh, he, he's trying, but Mark, here, he's, he's trying to. Here, here's what that means. Okay, I'm trying to diet. So I'm, oh. I'm going down to one donut in the morning instead right. of two. Come, I'm, I'm I mean, eating less chocolate than well, before. Well, good for you. But anyway, so that's the analogy. You can okay. Trying to get out of Reggie. How hard are you trying to get out of Reggie? But the other part, too, very interesting that the EPA has now come to Pennsylvania and says you will clean up the, the Susquehanna River going into the Chesapeake Bay area. There's a dam mm-hmm. down there that needs to be redone. So some some interesting parts in Pennsylvania. But again, even in your state house, and I was down last week at a meeting, you look, what are the priorities? You know, our education dollars, are they being spent as efficiently as they can be? You look at the city of Baltimore and Maryland that's being sued by, I believe Benjamin Krupp is, is suing them, the uh, civil rights uh, lawyer. Because what they've done, and and we have it in Philadelphia, Harrisburg, and Pittsburgh, and other places, they've spent money, they've wasted money, and have not educated. Because you have people on the left who needs a subclass that needs the government. Once you start that narrative, and once that culture is in there, it is tough. People need to understand they can't all pull themselves up by the bootstraps. If there's mental health issues, if there's society issues, well, yeah, you, you have got to address societal them. issues. But but Mark, at what point? have we wasted generations of people in these public schools? Now, around here, we're pretty insulated to a degree, but folks, you know what? Don't, don't think all our public schools around here are uh, cherries and whipped cream. They're all perfect, as far as I know. we got all great schools here locally, except one. They shall remain nameless. <laughs> We're going to come back and we're going to have a little time and uh, recognize a uh, political legend in our area next hour. Bud Schuster. Mm-hmm. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a text, says, Mark, you can't rebute the truth. Whose truth? I'm not sure what Who's he's talking about. Sense? I have... Uh, 
I certainly can uh, not. Hey, let's do an hour of the power truth is here. The truth. Minus six minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let me know, uh, texter, what, which particular truth I can't rebuke or re- rebut, and uh, we'll go from there. Maybe yeah, something about Chicago or something. The, the truth is, Keith Richards isn't the best rock and roll guitar player. What? However, he's the oldest who's done the most to his body that still exists playing rock and roll. How about it? Yeah, the most <laughs> the most sarcoph- that is, sarcophagian. That is truth. <laughs> um, who's the, who's, there's a woman guitar player who's like ridiculously excellent, but I can't think of her name. Uh, well, uh, um, oh, shoot, the one uh, sister, um, Wilson's sister. From heart. Okay. Is very yeah, well, good. And be. then uh, I'm trying to think the uh, the one young lady um, I see on uh, the Access uh, Channel is, is very good. But you know what's excellent? Well, Bonnie Raitt? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Bonnie Raitt's it, good. But what's good the... Good blues. Uh, but just guitar. Just I think she was in the Runaways. Guitar. Maybe not the Runaways. The girl bands. But she's... Uh, oh, Le- Lisa. Um, Z- oh, Lisa. Gosh, Leah? I no, I Leah. Leah. Yeah, I got her name. Leah Lost it. Thompson? <laughs> yeah. Lita Ford? <laughs> Lita no. Ford. Lita Ford. Is that who exactly. you okay. But, Mark, here's Thank the you. deal. You're, 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 why would I bring up a rock and roll topic? That was foolish. Oh, Lynn, oh I didn't realize... Sorry, Lynn. Gosh, she, I, I, we, we just go to her. She's we an expert. The answer. She was Good to have Lynn on board. But one thing, true, Mark, you're you're at the age of 18. You have some athletic prowess and some music prowess. Mm -hmm. You go into the music prowess, you work, you, Mick Jagger, and the rest of the boys are playing rock and roll music at age 78, 79, and 80. You go in the athletic side, you're a broken down man at 35. <laughs> right. No argument there. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. We're playing rock and roll trivia here with a with a person posing the questions that has no idea what the right answer is. No. It kind of destroys the scorekeeper. But thing. that's why you have a producer like Lynn. Right. Absolutely. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do please check them out at sunburymotors.com, 570-743-9565. Use your phone, Google, best mm. rock and roll guitar female ever. Well, you know what we're going to ask Lynn, since this is Friday. Mm-hmm. Lynn, we're going to request a little bumper music of Steely Gann, Dirty Works. Because oh, okay. this show gets to be in the uh, sewage a little bit, Mark. we no, got to get better. Dirty jobs. <laughs> Producing on the mark isn't supposed to be a dirty job. <laughs> no. On the mark, 570-743-9565 is the telephone number, 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the key word OTM. Talked a tiny bit about Mike Lindell and his $5 million payout that he does not wish to do. Says he'll appeal it to a different court. Uh, Mifa Pristone's being talked about in the U.S. Supreme Court these days. we got more gun violence around here. President Biden's big announcement next week. And uh, what else? Medical marijuana? No, just uh, legalizing the tax marijuana. Pot in Four, Pennsylvania. 420, everybody being uh, talked about. took a, a toke, I hope. At 420 p.m. Yeah, 420 p.m. I think I was in the recliner. Uh, <laughs> I was in uh, Denver when uh, the year before that started, and they didn't need the start date a year later. They were already They didn't need 520 or didn't need 420. You got dropped off at the conference center, and you got out, and you're thinking, holy smokes, it looked like Charlie Brown's pig pen over there. It was like you There's saw a the rope smoke. factory burning <laughs> over there. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Hemp clothing was on fire. All right. Uh, email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Love, love, love to hear from you today. Put Lynn Hall to work. Fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. So call us now. We're going to do some brief news headlines here. Uh, the traffic signals are a blinking at the intersection of Route 204 and Mill Road. They'll be fully activated by the end of next week. Additional work underway there. The final wearing course. Pavement markings and other construction activities. Motors can expect single lane conditions with flagging when work is underway. PennDOT uh, talking mm-hmm. about that. The old Camelback Bridge and take somebody under the age of, I think, 25 and say, oh, here's the Camelback Bridge. And they say, it looks pretty flat to me. Right, yeah. Well, that's a weird <laughs> name for a bridge. But then you just find one of the old Hoover photographs and, uh, and there's I, your I had answer. a couple cleaned out a uh, folks' home and they uh, are 88 and 85 years old. You're amazing what you find here. NorthCentralPA.com reporting a recent childline tip led to the arrest of a Muncie man for raping a young girl in Lewisburg when she was 8. Sean Hall was 29 at the time of the crime in 2016. According to documents, Hall is now 37. Buffalo Valley Regional Police say sexually abused the child, rape, incest, false imprisonment, corruption of minors, indecent assault uh, charges there. Sean Hall, uh, age 30 of Muncie facing those criminal charges. A major human trafficking ring in south-central Pennsylvania touched Perry County. That's been broken up, according to police. The Attorney General's office says the human trafficking ring operated across Cumberland, Dauphin, Perry, and York counties. The ring leader, 37-year-old Joseph Polizzi of Chambersburg, Franklin County, is charged with felony counts of trafficking individuals, involuntary servitude, and aggravated assault. Attorney General Michelle Henry called the case extremely disturbing, adding the defendant targeted vulnerable women, deceiving them into his sex work operation and controlling them with violence and threats. Lizzie is being held at the Dauphin County Prison without bail. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. The State Department of Environmental Protection is investigating potential illegal dumping at the former ACF site in Milton. A DEP spokesperson, Megan Lehman, told WKOK Thursday the DEP received a complaint regarding the mismanagement of solid waste at the former site. An active investigation is underway. The story uncovered by the Daily Item in this mm. week. On3.com. Have you heard of them? On three? No, me neither. But anyway, they are reporting that the first part of the former presentations to renovate Beaver Stadium will occur. Oh, yes. There's the Beaver Stadium project manager. I'm sorry. Heard it on the Steve Jones show. On three. You mean like uh, when to hike the ball? On three? Is that what it's supposed to If They are a uh, consulting group that is coming in doing the analysis of Beaver Stadium. They've done some oh. proposals, but how best to do this? I think they're going to start on the west side to do the... Uh, I mean, it's all about the money now luxury boxes and those items, but you have to do this in a time frame that you can keep the stadium open, open relevant. You use it six ongoing. times a but, year, uh, so you got to have it yeah, ready. But no, and they're going to have some concerts there more. There's gonna, that's going to become a venue. It won't become a football stadium only. Multiple sources told On3.com the initial phase of the proposal will be presented to the Penn State Board of Trustees at their May 4th and 5th meeting for a renovation with total costs estimated at about $700 million. The project will primarily focus on the west side of the stadium, including a complete demolition of the current stands in the press box. In its place, 
place. The proposal is for a rebuild with new stands, including expanded chairback seating on its lower level, as well as luxury amenities, suites, and log boxes. Additionally, space for press seating and media amenities will be included. Sources told on 3.com a significant portion of the project's overall budget is intended to improve other parts of the stadium, such as expanded concourses and improved options for moving between stadium levels. Yeah, and so on three was the source that reported that, mm-hmm. that there is a consulting group that has some sort of name almost like that or oh, okay. some different names in there. But the one thing, too, I would hopefully recommend, uh, you'll hear this information on the Steve Jones show throughout the whole renovations, but I hope they do take the Middlesworth chip factor in when they make the seats. Because mm. the last renovation, I think, took the seats from 34 to 32 inches. Yep, I think we got to go 34 to 36 inches. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Middlesworth factor to should fit be taken normal in. people. Yes, right. and we're talking normal people. Uh, isn't that something? $700 million. You could have built the CSVT or renovate Beaver Stadium. Either way, which is a better use well, of the Well, the time, uh, the, the, the part about this is you look at the risk-reward, you look at the cost factor, you look at what the revenues come in. And, and the revenue is not just on game day at the stadium. The revenue is what happens ooh, all season, basically mm-hmm. Thursday to Sunday, what comes in there. And uh, that was the big point back when uh, the NCAA tried to uh, create the death penalty, which which was totally, excuse my language, but asinine because they had no legal standing. And uh, what that would have done to our area, uh, the region over here, what that would have done to State College proper, uh, an area that's growing, uh, college township. Yeah, crazy these growth other, up there. Up there. And you know what? Belfont's becoming a, really a suburb of State College now with uh, I-99. Lamont, totally gentrified now. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is on the shooting front. This is getting ridiculous. This is CBS's. It's a CBS comment. Okay, it's an opinion. It says, this is getting ridiculous. A six-year-old North Carolina girl and her parents were shot and wounded while playing basketball. The ball rolled onto the neighbor's yard. A little girl had to have stitches on her cheek as the bullet grazed her face. Her dad's in the hospital. Neighbors say that he kept shooting until he was out of, or the the neighbor kept shooting until he was out of bullets. The suspect, 24-year-old Robert Singletary, says they got involved in a major dispute argument that followed the ball rolling onto his property. So he turned back, Mm. got a gun, and opened fire. I think Gastonia, North Carolina? Area uh, doesn't say, and this okay. this is this is like half commentary. It's, tra- no, it's, it's, it's trying to point out that these again, guns, it's like the uh, the goofball on the uh, plane that uh, went and, and complained about the baby crying. You know, folks, I've traveled enough, I've heard enough babies, and I've also heard enough mature people supposedly whine on an airplane. I'll take the baby crying because I know what I get. But when you hear somebody in their forties or fifties whining, and you're looking at going, hey. You know, suck it up, Buttercup. We're all in this You're plane lucky together. The, the, the flight left and is going. Yes. That's my. Every time I, uh, I'm at the airport and they say, You may now board, I'm like, Yes, it's really happening. And, and when you take off anymore, people clap because. Good God, we, we're actually in flight. Now, if we land, we'll clap again. But, uh, no, the uh, it went viral, and the guy was an imbecile. Just an imbecile, as this guy was also. Dan, you are on the mark. All right, hey, before I start my spiel, I ask you gentlemen a question. Since you talked about music, what was the most played song ever in history, the most played on the air, et cetera, et cetera? 
Uh, you're talking rock and roll. You're talking. Uh, oh, Glenn oh Dorsey. any music in Probably general. Happy Probably happy birthday. Yeah, I was say happy birthday or Lynn. Can you chime in on this? <laughs> uh, I think we need. We're going to phone a friend, but we're. I just can't. I would be cheating because he already told me the answer. Oh. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, is, is Lynn? Let me ask you this: Would would the rock and roll version be something like uh, Chuck Berry, Buddy Holly days, or would it be Stairway to Heaven? You're type getting of day? warmer there with the former. Okay, so it's back in the fifties and the sixties. So, uh, boy, uh, Dan, I I don't know. Is it uh, is it Elvis? Uh, no, Bill Haley. Oh, comics. Comics. Rock around the clock. Oh, okay. oh wow. Oh, good. Good. Good trivia. Yep, rock Jeez. around the clock. And that was a clock with. That that was not a digital clock. That was a clock no. with two. Okay. <laughs> That's when you had to know how to. <laughs> read the analog numbers yet. Okay, good. Okay, All right, yeah. we got another call. Go, right. ahead, go well, ahead, Dan. You know, Ben, you t- talk about the, I talk a lot about the division. Yesterday I brought up how I try to talk reasonably with voters that I know vote for Biden and all they can do is scream at me how terrible Trump is they call him an a-hole. There's no name that they won't name him, but they cannot talk reasonably about what he's done. All they want to do is put him down, and and that really bothers me. That that how can you solve division in America when all they want to do is not look what Trump actually done and just call him names and have this hate. Well, Dan, there's a, there's a scenario going on in, in some of the sales trainings we do. It's, you know, and, and personal. I, I say this personally to people. Look, look at, if people want to demote others to promote themselves, if somebody wants to demote their competition to promote theirs, there's, there's a little gap. I always thought there's a little gap. People on the left seem to have emotional issues yeah. instead of policy <laughs> issues. When I say, I don't mean emotional. They get emotional over issues, and then they don't have any substance in their policies. And the other part, too, and I'm looking right at it now, I'm going to quote this. He's One of the great mistakes is to judge policies and programs by their intentions rather than their results. And that's quoted by Milton Freeman. And if you look at Congress, and Republicans are involved in this, you create a policy, you create a law. What are the results? Do you go back and look at it. We've let welfare run rapid. We have not controlled Medicaid and Medicare to help the people who need it. Social Security needs to be revamped so the people who've paid in get what they deserve. So, But you talk to people on the left, and not all, it's not a broad brush, it's 80-20. Give us substance with your policies. Kevin McCarthy proposed some welfare uh, changes, and he was called a hater <laughs> yesterday because yeah, he go wants figure. to cut he, down he, he wants it to work for people, but he's a hater because, again, but Dan, no, you're right. I, I always yeah. look at it this way. You try to be polite, but uh, most of the people I've known for... Dan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Yeah, but you know, I'm a reasonable person, and I, I don't believe Trump did everything perfect, and I don't believe he's the God-man or any of that, but his policies made our country much better. And I'd like them to tell me 
they never do all they even calling in here callers that don't like Trump. All they do is put him down. Yet they can't tell me what President Biden's doing so great. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's done some good things, but I want them to call in and tell me why they hate Trump so bad when he created a lot of policies that made our country great. Well, Dan, he That's created, what I'd like to hear. He created All the right. policies with obstacles in front of him, and beware, there's a number of people, particularly on the Democratic side, the liberal side, maybe the progressive side, who do not truly want leadership. There's a great, every now and then, the Daily Adam gets some things right on the editorial page, and Nick Popescu, who I've known for a number of years, wrote a great editorial, two of them, and there's groups that do not want America to reach its potential. The elites. All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, you guys have a great day. Have a great weekend. All right, you too, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, hold on, Cindy. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Ben Reichley is with us. Lynn Hall, fabulous producer. Great And music, Cindy man. has been very patient. So thank you so much for your patience, and thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. I wanted to talk about some an observation I have. Uh, you brought up the issue of education earlier. And, uh, you know, there's a famous children's book called uh, The Little Engine That Could. And the gist of the story is that while it was the smallest engine, it was able to perform the task that other engines refused to do. But I think the message that we send to people today is that you can't. And I, I think that's very destructive, very, uh, very undermining. It undermines the belief that people have in themselves that they're capable of rising to the occasion of improving their lot in life. Oh, you can't do that. You're a minority. Oh, you can't do that. You're a woman. Oh, you can't do that because your family didn't make more than $50,000 a year. And I reflect on this by uh, sharing my astonishment when I was looking at the uh, 1940 census and discovered my great-grandmother had a fifth-grade education. A fifth grade education. Now, if you listen to all of the naysayers in this country, all of the people who tell you what you can't do, they would have said that the following generations would have not done well, would have suffered, and would be in uh, terrible straits, welfare dependent, and unable, literally unable to advance themselves because society would hold them down. And yet, her granddaughter got a PhD, her grandson is a had a patent a patented inventor and her other granddaughter got a master's degree 
in my generation, there was another PhD. My brother has a PhD in polymer science. All of us graduated from college. My daughter has a PhD. My son has a degree and runs his own business. All of our children, all of them across the generation, across my siblings, are going to college save one. So the cycle of poverty continues, in other words? No! (laughs) That's just nonsense. But nowhere, not my grandmother, not my great-grandmother, not my grandmother, not my mother ever said, nor me, said to our children, well, you've been thrown a bad lot in life, and therefore you can't. Well, Cindy, if I could break something down, what you're saying is, one of the things, there's mass confusion on school education and on life education. So I will say this, my grandfather was an eighth grade educated person, went on and, and did pretty well and affected a lot of people. I mean, very much. Ongoing. Yes. So when you look at it, break down the culture, probably more the nuclear family culture, because you're talking about siblings and talking about aunts, uncles, and children, but you break that down within families and you look at you had a school education, then you went to your home, and in your home you had an education. Those might be manners, those might work ethic, you know, whatever those were. And part of what is lapsing, I think personally, because we interview people, hire people, you talk to them, it's they get educated in school, but they can't apply that education to the workforce, and some of them do not understand the other part of education, somewhat common sense, somewhat show up for an interview 10 minutes early maybe, not 10 minutes late. Um, if you go to work, that doesn't mean you're working. Uh, so I, I, I agree 100% what you're saying. And again, why do people want to come to this country? Because this country uh, offers opportunities that other countries don't. So again, I, I, I'm just dismayed with public education. And you're right, there's not, ch- you know where people are challenged maybe every now and then? is in the athletic field, right. in the uh, arts, but are they challenged in the classroom part to uh, do better? Okay, I get a B. Teacher looks at me and says, you know what, you're not a B student. you you got to get A's. Now, do I go home and say, oh, I was harassed by the teacher. He says, I'm not good enough getting a B. I have to get A's. But he saw potential and says, no, no, you got to work to that. That doesn't happen. And you know what? Teachers, in fairness to them, they don't want to get into that. That's a bridge too far anymore because they'll get caught up in the political muck. Well, when I was a young, when I was in junior high school, my parents divorced. And uh, as it happened, we moved and, uh, to state college, as a matter of fact. And I began to struggle in school. Now, some people would say that I was struggling in math because I was from a broken home. In fact, that's what they said. And they kind of dismissed me as another one of those throwaway kids. It had nothing to do with the fact that my parents had divorced. And as I have already said, all of my siblings who all got dragged into that. We have all risen to our abilities and beyond. My God, my brother's a polymer scientist. You know, it, we, we have got to stop with this sending people the message that they can't improve their lot in life, that they're condemned to whatever situation they find themselves in, that circumstances are beyond their control and they have no options. And yet when I listen to the messages I hear, this study came out today and, you know, all the teenage girls whose parents divorced are losers and, you know, they have not a chance in life. This is the kind of messaging that's coming out from government, from from uh, nonprofit organizations, and I believe, for very selfish reasons on their part, 
because it pays them to have this disruption in society and all these poor people. I couldn't believe they attacked the Speaker of the House because he proposed that people should be working and should demonstrate their working in order to get benefits. I couldn't believe a month ago when out came this hue and cry, OMG, people are going to lose McCarthy's their food stamps. a hater. But their lot in life had improved. Well, their income had grown. Why would they continue to get food stamps? It just makes no sense. Well, because, Cindy, here's what you've hit on. It, it's victimhood. Become a victim, and the government loves you. And the government needs that sub group that has to depend on them for their existence. You know, why is the government somewhat, somewhat, not 100%, anti-religion? Why are they somewhat anti-groups that dependability. People, you know, don't look for the government. Depend on yourself. And the other part, too, let's take a place locally. I think most people know that. Let's take the Milton Hershey School. You go back when that school was set up, and, you know, people can say, oh, it was sexist, whatever, whatever. It was only males. Well, okay. But look at the percentage of people who came out of Milton Hershey and have gone on in life. And, you know, they have a higher hurdle. I always say this, a very good friend of mine, she runs a business. You know, I say, hey, we all have hurdles in life. We all have potholes. How high, how deep are those, and how do you get around them? It's not if it's going to happen sometimes, it's when, how you can adapt to it. But, Cindy, I agree with you. A lot of these young people can't cope with not getting a trophy. Well, well, we it, have it, to quit sending them the message that they can't. Cindy, we have to say, you can and you will. Cindy, I, I came from a broken home, too. My parents divorced when I was young, and people said, Mark, you're just going to smoke a lot of pot. You'll only be <laughs> right. able to go to Penn State. You're and just a big loser, You're going to live in Sunbury right. the rest of your life. Right. Oh, wait. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, well. well, maybe it did happen. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Cindy, thank you so much for yeah, calling in. Yeah, yep, very good great, observation great. and very pertinent observation. Well, to what's going on in the hey, world. Hey, at the bottom of the resume of every great person is a lot of hard knocks. Listen to the Legends of Success program well, that yeah. we air and Mark, on be, Sunday. Beware the people who have never failed, because most likely oh, yeah. they've never done a whole lot. Harry, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Well, I, I had called with another subject in mind, but actually hearing Sydney's call, if it's okay, I'd like to... Uh, uh, Go on with that if it's all right. With you sure, guys. Uh, no, jeez, Harry. I thought it was my analysis of Cindy's call, but that's okay. <laughs> well, you know, some things all, are all tied together, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ben and I have known each other a long time, and I think he can. Uh, I'm not looking to pat myself on the back or anything like that. I don't mean that. But going along with Cindy's clip uh, call, I was uh, one of those people. I was going to work a year after getting out of high school and then go to college, and here we are, 48 years later. And I realized very early that I had edu- been educated beyond my intelligence by the time I graduated high school. And uh, I uh, just stayed in the workforce. But I managed restaurants and country clubs. I, I'm in uh, retail management to this day with no college experience. And I can't tell you how many people that I had work for me who had four-year college degrees and had nothing to do with their, with their, uh, with their work life then. And going back to what you had said, Ben, I knew your grandfather, and he was one of the smartest men I ever knew, even though he was not the most educated man. Because, as you said, life is the best teacher of anything. Right. <laughs> you know, and I think, I think we get we get locked up in the uh, uh, we get locked up in the fact that we have to 
uh, have appearances rather than substance. And that's where a lot of problems with education has come around, I believe, in the fact that it doesn't matter that you know what to do, you have to know the book part. Well, the book part will tell you how to what situations are, but they don't tell you how to react to those situations. And, uh, and that's where life is the best teacher of all things. That's where all of these AIs and, and doing everything online, you know, it's not the same thing anymore. We have, we've lost the personal touch, which enables you to be afraid to fail which once you fail once, now it's much easier to succeed because you should be able to learn from your, well, Harry, here's from your a, mistakes. Here's a real quick analysis. Two ears, two eyes, and one mouth. If you can use those proportionally <laughs> time you're here. and understand things like that, you'll see. You walk into a business, you see how it's run. Is it clean? Is it neat? Is it organized? It doesn't have to be. My grandmother used to have a term, neat as a pen. Pens must be the neatest things in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm talking oh, about yeah. pens for sewing. But, but Harry, you're right. One, one of the things is it's applying real-world knowledge and understanding that the book will give you, you know, two plus two will be four. Okay, now four of what can I apply outside? And the other part, Harry, and you live exactly. it. I know you live it. It's work ethic. I am blessed. I have a great daughter. I'm going to be biased. She understands you show up 15 minutes early, and if needed, you stay 15 minutes late. And in, since she's working as a sophomore, she's in college now, she's always said, Dad, I don't know if there's anything better you could teach me. Because she understands, and again, you live it, and plus you have workers that are under some union situations, but it is very frustrating when you look at people who do not take advantage of the opportunities that are given to them. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, everybody, everybody, it doesn't matter, race, sex, creed, everything. Now, I'm not saying it's not more difficult for others. I'm not arguing that. I'm not getting into that. But everybody has the opportunity as long as you take advantage of the opportunity. Well, and I think and that's, that's a factor. That's t- where we've lost the way. We talk about the immigration issue in the U.S. And, and uh, here in the U.S., we're in the middle of this, and we say, you know, President Biden's a buffoon, President Trump was a buffoon, our Congress is terrible, and our people in Harrisburg have their brains removed. And so we talk about that. And then somebody says, well, if, if we're such a terrible country why do why do all these other people want to come to the US well and this is the answer is that this is the land of opportunity you know people in this country excel despite the government and the leaders and the president and all this stuff and they know that so they know that this is the place where things can happen as as uh, well, what about yeah. 700 uh, million uh, people with immigrants and their family have learned in the US Harry we got to hit this yeah. break but uh, please we'll give you the last uh, 30 seconds if you have a uh, a uh, prologue? Well, I, I think, you know, that as far as the opportunity goes, and you say people coming, that's exactly it. And, and I think as a society, we have to get back to the point where we realize that we control what opportunity is and what our chances are and what our ceiling is, not let other people do it for us. And that's where we get in trouble. All right. I'm a victim of circumstance every day about 3.30 p.m. at home. The recliner <laughs> pulls me down. There's nothing I can do about that. But once I get up, I can do anything I want. All right. Thank you so much, Harry. Thank Harry, you so good much. To for have a good week. Say hi to Barb. All right. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, thanks to Cindy. We're talking about the mm-hmm. opportunities that exist in the U.S. People Great 
just story. doing well. I remember in our family, you were just expected to, to do well. It was, even if you wanted to be a ditch digger, you were going to make well, them Mark, straight and you deep. Said and something. You were expected to do something. To, right. You were expected. According to specifications. So mm. if you needed any uh, underground infrastructure, ditches <laughs> dug, uh, the Lawrence family was for you. All right. 570-743-9565. Email us your comment at on the market WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. In what way does our government hold people down? Maybe the unanswered uh, question here. We'd love your answer. All right. Anyway, uh, one of our good listeners says, for the people who say that we're Trump haters, as for the right who love Humpty Dumpty Trump, they're stuck in his cult, yeah. says Mr. Bob. Oh, Another individual in says, uh, I talked about gun violence uh, because of the basketball shooting. Another listener says, yeah, that North Carolina shooting incident is another example of system failure. The shooter was charged with domestic violence last year. Why did he have a gun? And uh, Mark, there's no such thing as gun violence. It's actually people violence. Yeah, uh, yeah guns don't kill people. People with guns kill people. If you want to break that down, that's but guns, scientific. Guns fact. help protect but you know what we didn't get into, Mark? I know we got this caller here. We'll <laughs> yes, jump on we this, Joe. But here's the thing we didn't get into, how Dr. Fauci and this COVID thing is now all backwards, sideways, and upside down. Okay. To be continued. Joe, you're on the mark. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, kind of like Harry, uh, I had uh, something uh, different to talk about, but uh, with Cindy and Harry's call, I would say we were talking about how the book, you know, and going to school and book smarts doesn't always, you know, make you the the best employee. I'm kind of summarizing here, and uh, but um, there is a book that I would recommend uh, that would help you be all all that you're looking for. Uh, but uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that name of that book. But if you would put that book at 99% of your learning and interest and one percent of the book skills you'd turn out to be yeah i would say Joe, pretty good person. yeah you probably would i would recommend two books one would be dale carnegie's how to win friends and influence people and then one if you choose to read that but of your religion you know get get the bible or or, or get get and read through that and read the old I testament new testament so I, you know i wasn't sure if i was allowed yeah, to don't so say that word. You. don't but say that the, the dale carnegie book is excellent if you if I you read, read that if you read I those actually, two books uh you would be ahead of 90 percent of the world population now if you want to read oh. the quran or you want to read something of your spiritual just liking, do the torah stop there well torah then do that <laughs> exactly. and, uh, yeah yeah you know but do, yep, as uh, i said but my my recommend recommend Recommendation. I, I would go. Although you mentioned uh, the Dale Carnegie, for, I would recommend the Bible first, and then the other things seem to fall in place. Well, I would say this: uh, you, you look at this. The, the the Dale Carnegie book will give you social skills, and I look at religion in the same way. They will give you social skills that will put you inside the guardrails. You might go from lane to lane. The, the spiritual part of it, same thing. Yeah. The, the Bible or your spiritual, whatever you choose to do, are like the guardrails in life, and you go lane to lane. You know, you want to go north, get in the right lane, unless you're in England. But anyway, you, 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 you have an understanding that you can do positive things if you apply both those books. If oh, you just yeah. read them, that's not. you got to apply them. All right. Keep going, Joe. Right. Well, my second, uh, what I really uh, had in mind, too, was uh, when Joe Biden was in uh, Ireland and the young boy asked him the question about what are the steps, what are the top steps to success? 
and his answer. I let Ben uh, go on this because I haven't heard much about it, uh, and I don't listen every day. Well, busy sometimes, but he says that we all don't get COVID, and then he went on to about uh, when you disagree with someone, you know, it's okay to question their judgment, whether they're right or wrong, but it's never okay to question their motive then you never get to agree on some uh, whatever the subject is so i i do uh, i just think that's so baseless i mean how can you not question someone's motive of what they do i mean that would be the end of police work i will say one of the first things you do to uh solve a crime or a mystery or even if you want to get someone's motive such as a politician who takes money from uh, the chinese government and then you know he doesn't pay his taxes on it or this so-called politician says and then you ask him well why did you do all these things that aren't legal what's your motive and he says well i took all that money from the chinese government and gave it and built orphanages all around the world so then you find his motive and you know you can hardly criticize him but if he says i did it for my own gain and i broke the laws of the united states well then that's a whole different subject so him saying that you don't questions anyone's motive just really has uh, i have a <laughs> you got to be careful <laughs> the only motive is they want to kill you but don't question that all right we got you joe yep good point thank you sir Thank you. Thank you for calling in. All right, I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I haven't driven in a Sunbury Motor Company truck in about three and a half hours, but I'll tell you what, it's a nice mm-hmm. one. And this is one of the new ones that's uh, coming in. Believe it or not, uh, 2023 is uh, on the lot and available. It's a fantastic truck. It's got the eight foot bed, so it's a little bit longer than the other truck that I was in. And it's got a full sunroof, two sets of seats. Uh, it's. It's not good. Yeah. It should have a backup beeper because the back end is like 20 miles from where you are at the front. But guess what? If you are a worker man or a worker woman out there and you're going to be hauling stuff, this is the way to go. A fantastic ride. It's F-250, so yes, it's a little bit uh, sturdier. No, but that's, a, that's a muscle truck. Right. right. You can a fill muscle. the back full to the top I mean, with three, gravel. 350 steroids, but 250 is muscle truck. And haul it around. So this is a work truck. So, is but Clocky it, sent a lot you, of Jeff Clock sent you up with all these vehicles? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's excellent. He loves it. And good, Alphonse good wants me to drive one of their Kias. Soon as, the, the trouble is, as soon as he gets a, a Telluride in, somebody says, I want it. And by the time I get over there, it's well, gone. Well, r- rumor is that Kia Austin might be uh, taking a leave of absence to uh, be on the NASCAR team. That guy can change a tire <laughs> faster than any man I know at the yeah. Kia store. But Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Homeless Wharf. All good searches mm-hmm. start at Sunbury. SunburyMotors.com. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of 
of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. One of our listeners says the war on women by the Democrats continue. The U.S. House passed a bill keeping biological men out of women's sports. Zero Dems voted yes. That's going to be interesting. Chris, you are on the mark. Yeah, it seems to me that the Republicans do a lot of... uh, Oh, I did want to mention, though, first, uh, I did agree with you about Notre Dame fans. (laughs) Uh, well, especially alumni. That's, yes, that's 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 definitely true. Most obnoxious, <laughs> most obnoxious fans in college sports. Oh, they and, are. And, and even if they're <laughs> Catholic, I don't care. <laughs> okay. But uh, it's the Republicans who seem to be trying to claim uh, victimhood all the time these days. I'm prejudiced against because I'm of my Christian religion. I didn't get that job because of affirmative action. I didn't win that race because there was a trans person in it. Victimhood, victimhood, victimhood. And some of it's a little bit of it's true, a very small part, but some of it's true. And it's, some of it's true but when people get upset about black people always claiming, claiming discrimination. Then you look at the Oklahoma County that report of the police officers on the and whatever town that was or city i've missed it each time it's been on where they the the police 50 percent of the police force was exchanging racist memes with each other and then you try to tell people that there there isn't discrimination against black people anymore i mean some things have more basis in fact than others and I would like to know, when do you think Clarence Thomas sh- should resign? I think he should. Ben, your view on that topic? No reason for him to. I mean, the, well, yeah, it, the left certainly wants him out because they want Biden the to put in nothing. I mean, that, that's the attack on the Supreme Court. Abe we Fortas saw resigned because he didn't, without doing anything that was illegal or wrong, but just because there was an appearance there. Terrence Thomas has uh, done things that are clearly wrong and very much possibly illegal, especially with the last thing coming out about his reporting his wife's income as zero for all these years when she was working and getting a big salary from uh, the Heritage Foundation. And the people who were paying it, well, that that, uh, conservative billionaire he hangs out with with his half million dollar vacations for Thomas and buying his mother's house which he didn't report and things like that those were all those are actually illegal some of them were had the option of oh we don't have to report uh, what friends give us but you know friends giving a half a million dollars worth of uh, services versus uh, a dinner someplace are kind of two different things. Are you talking about Obama or are you talking about Clarence Thomas? Clarence Thomas. Okay, the Obamas are, and Clarence Thomas, and both of them should resign. I think it's a Washington, D.C. Well, Obama's supposed to resign from what? 
But uh, so no, you look Obama's at Obama's supposed you know, to resign. Well, they could have. They could have. He could have resigned when he was president for the same things you're uh, talking about, Clarence Thomas. He could Why? get. Uh, he could get uh, the the house in Hawaii. So when you're talking about that, if if Clarence Thomas Did has broken the law, it? bring it, bring it, bring it up, and and put Did it he in do the justice illegal? system. And did Clarence Thomas? Time will tell. Yes. Well, no, you think he did, but the courts would decide that, wouldn't they? All right, Chris, we got to wrap up, but please, uh, we'll give you another thirty seconds. Well, you know that uh, I think if uh, when Thomas should have resigned was the day after he was uh, sworn in myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the whole point, here, Chris. You you just blew your cover, and okay. and that's no, as phony as it can get. As phony as you can get. Telling the truth, and he was lying. Oh, All right, gosh, we got you. As phony as it can get, but, but, uh, but go it's obvious what moral character he has now. It yeah. is very obvious. All right, thank you so much, sir. And it's an insult to the Supreme Court. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note, says, Interesting when Ben is co-hosting the liberal callers. Do not call in. All right, uh, Joseph, you get 60 seconds, so we're just about out of time, but please go right ahead. You're always out of time. I I appreciate Ben's uh, comment on the scriptures there. A good example is that found in the book of Daniel. When they simply obeyed the Almighty in just dietary laws, they were ten times smarter than all the wise men of Babylon. And... uh, the, the scripture says that the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom and a good understanding of all they that do, do, do his commandments. So it's just not hearing or reading the scriptures, it's in obeying them that you're going to be blessed. Uh in this world and in the life to come. Anybody can read the book, but you got to heed the book. James says, be not hearers of the word, but doers, uh, and deceiving your own self if you're just a hearer. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for coming. That's where you're going to get wisdom from, and every other thing stems from that. Well said. All the other blessings. Yep, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Boy, he puts more in a minute than other callers Mm -hmm. did in 20. Bud Schuster, a friend of yours, Schuster, we said goodbye this week to him. Passed away, unfortunately, at 91, but uh, have this uh, campaign brochure, which is excellent. I'm looking it's a, not a trifold, it's n- a quadfold. Quadfold. I'm looking at a young Bobby Schuster. I'm looking at Gia, Deb, Bill, who was took Bud's place. Uh, Peg, the oldest sister, and of course, uh, mother and father, Pat and Bud. Eugene Bud Schuster uh, did a lot. Uh, his name is on Interstate 99. If he would have stayed on a little bit, uh, his chief of staff, Ann Eppard, bypass would have been built right now. Mm, would have been done. Okay. But Fantastic. remember, a lot of us were Schuster boosters. Okay. Is that what they called you back <laughs> in the day? Yeah. I, to truth be told, I probably was in the same room with him maybe once, but uh, don't personally remember that too much. Well, and I didn't meet him or interview Father, him. Father, son, Bud was chairman of the House Transportation Committee, and Bill was also. Back in the day. And I just sent a picture of this to Bill last week, and unfortunately his father passed away, I believe, on Wednesday afternoon. But a man that was a difference maker in uh, Pennsylvania politics. All right. And a Fantastic. very, very, very cerebral guy. Next week, you will be in the catbird yeah. seat. I'll take a day off, but Peggy Chamberlain will sit across oh, from good. you. Good to see Peggy. So we'll have an actual Democrat in the building next week. Folks, get out and enjoy a great victory for Shikalemi over Seals Grove and Track yesterday. Good for them. Sierra Grove that. has to get better. Most talked about victory in the valley. <laughs> Shikalemi runners and javelins and out doing Seals Grove. All right. Thank you so much, yeah, Ben. Thanks, Mark. This is News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunday, WKOK News Time, 10 o'clock. Time for the Dan Patrick Show.